0: Yes amigos, how is it going? Hope everybody's doing well. It's Monday the 9th of October. And First of all I want to apologise if I sound like I'm underwater, I'm just full of a cold and I just blame my kids. Like Noah and Darcy have gone back to school now for the last couple of weeks or so and uh, in that space of time they've both been ill um, a couple of times and (coughs) they've passed allergy on to me so Sorry if I sound like I'm underwater or I sound like I've been smoking 40 cigarettes a day, but yeah, just feeling a little bit run down. Um, But yeah, this is what happens at this time of the year, isn't it really? Uh, So this is episode 10 of The Modern Day Leader. Really, really excited to bring this episode. And this one is going to be quite like a practical episode, like quite short, sharp, sweet, straight to the point. And in this episode, I'm going to basically talk about how to train for a body transformation. There's going to be five hacks that I'm going to share with you to take your physique to the next level. So when I talk about training, I'm actually talking about the weight side of things. We're not going to talk about nutrition. We're not going to talk about sleep. We're not going to talk about all that usual stuff. We're just going to literally focus on the training aspect of a body Transformation, which is a huge part because. What we've got to recognize before we start delving into a body transformation is that there's different types of training and not all training is created equally. For example, how somebody would train for a marathon is very different for how somebody would train as a bodybuilder. Every single sport or type of training has a different impact. And one of the biggest things that I see with guys that go to the gym is that they think that going to the gym, you know, doing some bicep curls, doing a mixture of different things is going to get them the results that they want, i.e. they want to look lean. They want to be more jacked. They want to have like a bigger chest, bigger shoulders, bigger arms. And don't get wrong, anybody that's going into the gym has my respect because you're trying to better yourself. But the trouble is that a lot of people that go to gyms don't really know how to train for the results that they're looking for. And then after a couple of months, they get disappointed because they're not starting to see changes in the mirror. And it's not for lack of effort. It's just literally the roadmap that they're following isn't in line with what they're going to get. So therefore, they're not going to get the results and they're, therefore, they're going to give up and potentially try another program and end up back at square one. So first of all, like a body transformation, this is a word that I use a lot. And sometimes I jump on calls with people that want to join the program. They say, well, what the heck is a body transformation? A body transformation is basically somebody that wants to look fantastic. I don't know, there might be, A few of you guys that are listening to this might be a bit too young for this, but there used to be a show like called Stars in Your Eyes where basically this random person would go on stage and they'd say, Tonight, Matthew, I'm gonna be, and then they'd walk out and then all of a sudden they'd be dressed as like this rock star, and they would get on stage and it was kind of like a cheesy karaoke. Well, a body transformation is kind of like that, where you start off a certain shape, and then before you know it, eight to twelve weeks, you come out the door and you look completely different. You've maybe got abs or maybe you've gone from having like a bit of a Chunky stomach, shall we say, to then a flat stomach. So it's one of those where, if not if you're not seen a friend for say three to six months, and they look at you, they're like, oh my gosh, like what have you been doing? You look absolutely fantastic. So that is a body transformation, basically dropping body fat and building muscle. So how do we actually train for a body transformation? Well, I've wrote down five things that I include into pretty much all my programs with the guys that I coach. So the first point I want to talk about is training frequency now some people can train 3 times a week other people can train 6 to 7 times per week so first of all we've got to establish like how many times a week are you prepared to train and can you train if i was training 3 times a week a lot of the guys that i coach are very very busy they can only get to the gym 3 times per week if i was training 3 times per week i would do full body sessions the easiest way to think about this is the less time you go to the gym or the less frequently you go to the gym the more you need to try and hit everything and the more you go to the gym the more you can split your body parts up so if you're going to the gym say three times a week there's no real point in doing like a chest day and then an arm day you're just not going to get the most bang for your buck so if I was only training three times per week I would pick full body sessions all day long if I was training four times per week I would either do two lower body sessions, two upper body sessions, so hitting the upper and lower body twice, or I would do something like a push day, you know, chest, shoulders and triceps, a pull day, back and biceps, a leg day, you know, quads, hamstrings, glutes and calves, and then maybe like an upper body day where I just hit my upper body. So that's how I would do it if I was doing four sessions. If I was doing five sessions a week, I would probably do... Similar to four days, like two upper body, two lower body, or the push-pull legs upper body split, but I would maybe add like an arm session on. I've got quite a few guys that I'm coaching at the minute that like to train five times a week, and I just give them an arm session where they just blow up the biceps, the triceps, the shoulders, and they absolutely love it. So if I was training five times per week, i will probably just like tag on a session like that. Now, if I was training six times a week, and it's been a long time since I've trained six times a week, probably Back in the days of Uni where I had literally no responsibility, no kids, no business, and I could afford to spend two hours in the gym every single day. Um, and then just go back and rest and recover. Oh my gosh, like looking back, it was such an easy life. Life's so different now. Although I wouldn't have it any other way. But anyway, got off on a tangent. Coming back to what I was saying, if I was training six times a week, I would probably do like push-pull legs, rest day, push, pull legs, something like that. So I would try and hit each muscle group twice. So We've got to establish how many times a week can you actually train. The less you train, the more you want to hit full body sessions. The more you train, the more you could potentially look at splitting up the body parts. So training frequency is key when it comes to body transformation. And ideally, you need to be training really three to four times a week. I... Train pretty much four times per week. Most of my guys train four, five times a week tops. Um, I don't really have too many guys that do six or seven days a week, to be honest with you. Now, the second tip, I've mentioned this before on a couple of our podcasts, is picking compound lifts, exercises that recruit the most amount of muscle. So, the word compound basically means we are recruiting more than one muscle. So, just to give you an example of a couple of compound lifts, we've got exercises for the chest, we've got like a flat dumbbell press. Um, a bench press, an incline dumbbell press. For the shoulders, we've got like a barbell military press. We've got dumbbell shoulder presses. For the back, we've got exercises like pull ups, chin ups, bent over rows, deadlifts. For the biceps, pull ups, fantastic. Triceps, dips, you know, like the parallel dips or the dips where you do them on a the bench. For legs, we've got stuff like squats, split squats, leg press, hack squats hamstring deadlifts, those kind of things, and then calves, just any kind of like heavy calf raise, single leg calf raise or leg press calf raise, something like that. So by picking those exercises, what we're going to do is we're going to hit a large surface area. And to be honest with you, if you're doing, say, Two to three compound lifts in a workout and making sure that you're getting stronger within those lifts, that's going to have a tremendous impact on your physique. So the second tip when it comes to trying to transform your actual body shape is to pick exercises that hit a lot of muscle groups because you get more bang for your buck. The third tip is progressive overload. So it's not just good enough just following a training plan. We've got to get better at that training plan. So let's say, you know, I was designing you a program like I do with my online clients. You would get your training plan. You should, after four weeks, be stronger than you were on week one. And you should also be stronger at eight weeks compared to where you were four weeks and 12 weeks versus where you were at eight weeks. So the idea of a training program is that you follow this plan, you do your compound lifts, and over time, you start to get stronger. So you start to add either more reps or you can increase weight, or you can squeeze the muscles a little bit harder. Basically, you're trying to increase the amount of stress that your body can handle. And the best way to do this is to start off a little bit lighter, to find your feet, especially if you're a, if you're a beginner or intermediate, you want to take things a little bit easier. If you know your body and you've been training for years, then you can start to push it sooner. Um, but it all depends on where you started from. But the way I explain this to clients is it's a bit like when you get into a swimming pool, and you don't really know how to swim very well you start off in the shallow end and then gradually you just walk out until you get to a point where all of a sudden the floor starts to fall away with you and then eventually you build up to being able to fully swim but you don't just want to jump in at the deep end because everybody knows what's going to happen if that if that's the case so you want to progressively add more stress to the body over time and the best way to do that is to just increase the weight or increase reps. That's probably the most simple way of doing things. And what we've got to remember as well is like, how do we track our progress? Well, we need to get a gym diary. One thing that I always send to every single client is a gym diary. It's so important that you are logging your workouts, you're writing down your exercises, your sets, your rest, writing down everything. And a, and a bonus hack, don't only just write down the workouts and write down the reps, the weight, etc. But actually rate each exercise on a 1 to 10. So 1, it's very, very easy. You could do it all day. 10, you're right at your limit. And for most of the time, you want to be about a 7 or 8 out of 10. So about 70 to 80% of the time, pushing yourself to the maximum. And then once you've got that down, you can then do that workout again, say next week. And the goal is to try and beat that workout. You might not beat every single exercise, but even if you just beat a couple, That over time is going to compound and it's that compound effect that is going to get great results. So the third tip is progressive overload. Putting more stress on the body gradually so that it adapts, becomes stronger, fitter, more defined. And then once your body gets used to that, progress it further. And this is when you see guys that have been training for years and how phenomenal their physique is. Because they've just applied this concept of progressive overload. Gradually adding more stress on the putting more stress on the body, which makes it more resilient, which makes it bigger, stronger, more aesthetic. So that's really, really important. The fourth tip is the tempo. Again, something I bark on about all the time. I, I, I mention it all the time to clients. I've mentioned it on a couple of these podcasts, but slow down the speed of your reps. If you want to build muscle, like you know, a chest that pops out, shoulders that like fill out your T-shirts, arms that are just like popping again out of your t-shirts then you need to create tension and stress on the muscle and i see it you know i went to the gym this morning and i just on my rest i was just looking around i always like to nose in look at what people are getting up to and the biggest thing i see with guys is they're just lifting weights too quickly they're trying to lift very heavy there's no control there's no tension in the muscles so literally just slow down the speed of your reps count you know three to five seconds whenever you're lowering the weight That is going to make a massive difference to the amount of stress that's placed on your body. It's going to create muscle damage, so that's where you get like the muscle soreness. And then your muscles, provided obviously your nutrition is in a good place, they're going to grow back, repair stronger. So slow down the speed of your reps. If you look at bodybuilders, they do a lot of this training, and I know everybody listens to this, nobody wants to be a bodybuilder, but we still want the aesthetics of a bodybuilder. We want to look good. So therefore, we need to take that principle of slowing down the speed of our reps. So take three to five seconds, lowering on every single exercise. And if that's the only thing that you do, and the only thing that you take from this podcast, that over the next eight to 12 weeks is going to completely change the game. It's going to completely change how your physique looks. And uh, you're going to be getting compliments left, right and center, I promise you. The fifth thing is the cardio side of it. Now, I've saved this to last because, to be honest, I personally believe that weight training is the best thing to be spending your time on when it comes to training. And I don't like to do lots of cardio, unless I'm doing like a photo shoot or, you know, going on holiday and I just want to get a little bit leaner than usual. Cardio for me is like the cherry on top of the cake. It's important, but it's not as important as the actual base. But that said, when it comes to cardio, there's a couple of things that I like to do with myself and with clients. The first is low intensity cardio. Because everybody talks about HIIT training, where you're like beasting it and it's all about fat loss. But actually, the harder you work in the gym, are you doing the HIIT training, the more you're actually gonna burn carbohydrates for fuel as opposed to body fat. Whereas in the lower the intensity of the exercise, the more likely you are to burn body fat because you need oxygen to break down body fat. And when you're training really, really hard, your body's not able to get enough oxygen. So therefore it'll create lactic acid, which is when you get those muscle cramps. And again, it's not gonna break down body fat. It's gonna favor carbohydrates. So I'm not against hit training. I think it can be used as a tool, but generally for like fat loss and also to be able to recover because remember HIIT training is very stressful. So it's gonna have a negative impact on your weight training sessions if you're not careful. Therefore, I I prefer just to do low-intensity cardio, so Walking, whether that's like a 30 to 60-minute walk each day or trying to hit maybe eight to 10,000 steps, that it might not seem like cardio walking, but that's going to improve your health. It's going to improve your digestion. It's going to help you burn calories. And it's not going to knacker you out in the same way that going and blasting some weights or going and blasting a hip workout. So for me, I I try and walk. I I, I average at least 10,000 steps a day, which is about an hour or an hour and 15 minutes worth of walking. That is the number one cardio for me. And then if I'm going to put more cardio in, to my own plan or to a client's plan i might just do like 20 minutes on the bike where i'm just casually cycling i'm not out of breath i might be breaking into a bit of a sweat but i'm not trying to do anything crazy i'm just literally a bit like i was going for a walk around the supermarket so that's what i like to do from a cardio perspective walking and some list training which stands for low intensity steady state cardio very rarely will i use hit training just because of distress so Hope that's all good, guys. Like I said, they're the the key principles when it comes to training for a body transformation. You've got the frequency, how many times you train a week. The less you train, the more you need to focus on full body. The more you train, the more you can split your muscle groups up. The second thing is compound lifts, which is picking exercises that recruit large surface areas of your body because therefore you're going to build more muscle, burn more calories, etc. The third thing is progressive overload, so gradually adding more stress onto your body, adding a rep, adding a little bit of weight and doing that repeatedly over time. The fourth thing is tempo training, taking three to five seconds, lowering on every single weight exercise. And the fifth thing is cardio, trying to get your steps up eight to ten thousand steps a day, or you know, walking for a good period of time. If you do those things when it comes to training, it's going to have a massive, massive impact. And also, like to finish this podcast, guys, like if you want something like this, I appreciate there's so much information out there on the internet. You've got YouTube, you've got Instagram, you've got so many different mixed opinions. And it can be very difficult to, to, to sift through the BS and understand right what is going to be right for me. But if you're a person out there and you want to drop body fat, you want to build muscle, and you don't want to try and build this. I appreciate some of the stuff that I've said today. I've tried to keep it as simple as possible. But some of it might be like, okay, well, that's that's all great. That makes sense. But how does that actually look? And if you want to get a plan in place, then feel free to reach out and drop me a message. For those of you that follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen that I've released an eight-week Christmas challenge, which has been flying off the shelves like hotcakes. I've never seen anything like it. And again, in that program, I basically teach you what it takes to transform your body over a short space of time. Now, it is full on, like you are. You do have to commit to it, you know, but if you want those head-turning results, you want to have a training plan with everything that I've just mentioned in this. You want a nutritional plan. You want some support. You want some accountability. And you want somebody to put together this puzzle for you then drop me a message. Drop me a message with the word Christmas and I will shoot over the details. So yeah, you can reach me on Instagram if you just type in LEP Fitness or Nick Screeton or you can drop me an email at nick at LEPFitness.co.uk. So thanks so much for tuning in. As always, if you found this podcast beneficial, let me know. Uh, I'm also asking for ratings. If possible, if you're happy to rate the podcast, that will be amazing because obviously that just helps increase the, the publicity of the podcast and helps more people that are looking to achieve some of the results that you guys who are listening to this podcast are looking to do as well. So thanks again, guys. Honestly, I appreciate the support. Uh, I can't believe that we're you know, we're nearly at the end of October, Halloween time, trick or treaters. And just to quickly end, actually, um, I remember this about 10 years ago, and me and Sally we were living in, in Nether Edge, this place in Sheffield, and we had this one bedroom flat. And I got a knock on the door, and Sally was in the bath at the time, and she said, uh, Nick, somebody is at the door. Will you go and get him? You know, I think it's trick or treaters. And these four kids, like, rocked up, they just looked so innocent. And it was like, trick or treat. And I, and I panicked, and I was like, treat. Okay, just give me one second. Anyway, I scurried back into the kitchen. I thought, what the heck am I going to give these kids? I looked in the fridge. I looked in the cupboard. Honestly, I looked on every single shelf that we had in the house and there was like nothing that I could give these kids. So I looked to my right and there was a couple of grenade protein bars. And I don't know what made me do this, but I panicked. So I picked up these grenade protein bars, took it to the door. These kids were like, oh, wow, this is, this is amazing. And then They shut the door. And then as the door shut, I thought, what have I done? I've just given kids some protein bars. Sally said, what on earth did you give them? Because we haven't got anything in the house. And I just basically told them, told her that um, I gave the kids some protein bars. She's like, oh, my gosh. But anyway, that's me going off on one butt Just every single time Halloween comes around the corner, I just think of that story. It just cracks me up. And I was thinking, what an absolute donut. I'm, I'm surprised that I've made it this far in my life. So anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate the love and support. And I will see you on the next episode.